0: Welcome to the Simply Resilient Podcast, episode number 59, Three Stages of Awareness. My name is Jesse Ellertsen and I am a life coach and a military wife who is in the trenches of life with each of you. This podcast is for military wives who know how to handle the challenges of deployments and frequent trainings, but want to improve the experience that they are having in the process. If you are ready to thrive while your husband is away, then you are in the right place. We're going to start out this episode with a battle buddy moment from Camry and this is a Facebook review, and she says, I just had the pleasure of attending a coaching dinner last night. Jesse went above and beyond to make it a great experience, including delicious food and treats, fun conversation, and great coaching. It was so fun to make new friends and learn from each other. I would highly recommend trying it out. You won't be disappointed. So in this review, she's talking about how I used to do life coaching dinner parties for about a year in 2018 and 2019, and it was so much fun. I love doing that, and I may go back to it at some point or just sprinkle them in here and there. I really miss doing them. They were just such a wonderful way to start out my coaching practice and get lots of practice coaching and meet lots of people and explore who I wanted to coach and why. And definitely doing live in-person events is one of the reasons I started coaching. And most of my coaching will be online, but just know that that's coming in the future. In some way or another, I will get live in-person events going again, whether it's, retreats twice a year, occasional coaching dinners, things like that, because the in-person stuff is my favorite. I love it so much. I love coaching online too. It's it's also amazing. But there's nothing like that in person-ness and who knows what that will look like with the current restrictions and things like that. But I just know that at some point I'm going to get that going again in my business. So thank you for that review, Camry. Today we're talking about awareness and I love this word and I talk about it a lot in my podcast and what I always say, hopefully you know this by now, having listened that awareness creates authority and that is why awareness is so important and it's where we always start when we're coaching on anything it's the first step of everything is to just gain awareness around what we're currently thinking and feeling. That's the unintentional model. Without knowing that, we can't move forward. We can't go to curious. We can't go to an intentional model. We we have to start at just awareness. Okay, so I want to talk about how there's three ways to apply this work that I'm talking about here in my podcast, this mind management work with working with a life coach. And one of those ways is to get coached by a life coach, to have somebody else help you take a look at your brain with you, which is so valuable. The second way to apply this work is to listen to coaching. And sometimes I'll post here on my podcast, coaching calls so you guys can hear a little bit about what it sounds like to get coached. And also then you have the opportunity to listen to someone else's coaching call. And I'm in Jody Moore's Be Bold program. And the way she has that set up is she has calls throughout the week and you can get coached one-on-one by her for a really affordable price because you're getting coached on like a live call that anyone in her program can listen to and then the call is recorded and posted online just for her members to access and so at any point we can go listen to lots of people getting coached and it is amazing how that is almost even more beneficial than getting coached I'm not going to say it's more because there's nothing like getting coached having someone else who's unbiased take a look at your brain with you but the magic of listening to someone else getting coached is that you are not in it you're not in the emotion you're not in the drama you are an outside bystander just a observing how someone's brain works and how then when you watch that coaching session you can see oh i've had a similar experience to that and you watch their coaching play out and you see how their thought gets wiggled and how they're able to believe a new thought which is going to create a new result for them and then you apply that insight into your life and you kind of skip over the emotion and the drama because we can get really stuck in that we can get stuck in the emotion and the drama and rightly so we're human beings we're designed to get stuck in the emotion and the drama, especially if we're listening to our lower brain, which again, we all have a lower brain and we always will. So keep that in mind. But listening to coaching is one of my favorite things to do. And I try to do at least a little bit every day. The third way to apply this work is self-coaching. And we've talked about this as well in the podcast is that we coach ourselves. So we have other people coach us. We listen to other people get coached and we coach ourselves. And these are all three really amazing ways to work on our brain. And all three ways have different benefits. And when possible, I recommend applying this work in all three ways, not just picking one and going with it. If if at times, maybe all you'll have access to is one, like maybe you'll just have self-coaching because you you don't have a coach, you haven't signed up for a coach, you're not ready to sign up for a coach or whatever. But I really recommend all three ways at once is incredible so the reason I mention that is I want to teach you guys about this these three stages of awareness today to help you in your self-coaching, since that's what a lot of you are doing right now. Those of you who are listening to my podcast and opening up to these ideas are probably mostly still in just the self-coaching phase, which is totally fine. Okay, so while there are three stages of awareness, we actually start out in almost a pre-stage, like pre-stage one, which is basically just unawareness. And what I mean by that is we are unaware of our models, basically. And we're talking about the three stages of awareness of how our brain works in models. So we all start in unawareness. If you've never heard of the model or not knowing about it, not understanding it, then you're in unawareness of how, how your brain works in models. When we're in unawareness... We don't totally understand that we are always creating our results when we're in unawareness We can see oh, yeah, I created this result But then we might believe that some other thing created this other result over here or we can see oh, I'm not responsible for their emotions. They are over here, but over here It does does feel like my fault So we're kind of like sort of applying the concepts sometimes understanding that we need to change our thought But not from a place of understanding and models and that's totally fine But the model is what really helps us simplify and clear up and understand everything so We also when we're in unawareness, we don't understand that our thoughts always create our feelings Sometimes we think that our thoughts don't matter Sometimes we think that our feeling comes from our circumstance and we don't talk about it in that way when we're in Unawareness, but that's what we're understanding and thinking without using all that vocabulary So that's pre-stage one. So now we're going to talk about the three stages So stage one of awareness of our brain working in models is that we have an intellectual understanding of models and we're starting to get it. We're starting to understand, oh yeah, I can see how that would work. We're almost not seeing it in our own brain yet, but we're just sort of intellectually understanding the concepts. And this is where some of you might be just having listened to the podcast, like your brain's just opening up to like, oh, I can see how thoughts might create feelings, feelings might create actions and actions might create results. I can see how the thought might create the result. I can see how feelings might fuel our actions. Like you're just opening up to the idea intellectually. And when we're in this stage one and we're starting to get it and we're starting to you know believe in it and realize what power it brings and open ourselves up to applying it into our own lives, when we're in stage one, we're catching ourselves after a model plays out. So a, mo- a full model plays out, later we're thinking about and analyzing it and then we see the model and we say, oh, now I can see this was in my circumstance line. I was thinking this and feeling this, which then I did this and here's the result I got. We didn't see it when we were in that heat of the moment, but we could see it pretty clearly after when we went to analyze it. When we're in stage one, we are gaining that awareness, right? Awareness around the way our brain works, awareness around models and catching our models after. But we're not really making any changes yet. And that's totally fine because, again, like I said, we have to start with just general awareness and that's what stage one is. So an important thing to understand about stage one is that sometimes it feels worse than unawareness. This is kind of a hard thing, but it's really important to understand because when we first start to gain awareness around taking that power back and owning that our thoughts are creating everything, then we often will feel a little worse because we start to realize, "Whoa, everything's my fault. That's that's a place we'll jump to. And while it's true, it hasn't become good news to you yet. In stage one, everything being your fault is just kind of hard and overwhelming. In stage two, which we're gonna get to in just a second, is when you start to see how everything being your fault is such good news, you guys, it's such good news. But in stage one, it still kind of feels like bad news. Like you're, you're, again, you're open to the idea of it and you can see how it's kind of working for other people, but it's not really doing anything good for you yet. So this can be a little bit of a painful stage, And it's okay, because we know how to feel pain. And so if that's occurring for you, if those of you who are in stage one, if sometimes you're loving it and sometimes it's kind of painful, I want you to hold space for yourself to stay in this stage, to move to the next when you're ready. Just hold space for the experience that you're having. We don't need to hurry on or change anything. Just allow for stage one to be a little bit hard, a little bit worse than unawareness because in unawareness, you were doing more buffering. You were not even aware that you were buffering. You were blaming other people for your feelings and that kind of feels better than it being your fault. And not always, but at times, you know, at times you were blaming other people for your feelings and you were blaming your C and that also kind of feels better at times than it being, more in your control than that and it being your thoughts that were creating your feelings you know so that's why unawareness can feel a little bit better than stage one even though big picture unawareness is not where you want to be (laughs) okay so then we go to stage two now stage two of awareness that our brain works in models is that we start to catch ourselves during our models this is a really awesome spot to get to. And basically what happens is we start to interrupt our models. We feel ourselves, we take just three seconds in the heat of the moment, that's all it ever takes. Your brain is a supercomputer, don't forget. Right in the heat of an argument, or you know, you might be headed into a job interview, I'm feeling really nervous. Or panicky and you might you know heat of the moment means you're like you know in the middle of a model feeling something either that you don't want to feel or that's just hard to feel like like a, it's either an indulgent emotion or it's a productive negative emotion both of which your body and unawareness and your brain when you're in unawareness wants to try to reject or not know why it's happening or not know what to do about it and when you're in stage two you take three seconds and you say I'm feeling panicked it's because of my thoughts and that's okay. Or, I'm feeling panicked, it's because of my thoughts, but I want to do well in this job interview, so I need to feel confident the thoughts that create confidence for me are, and then you can switch right in the middle of a model to an intentional model. And that won't always happen, but sometimes it does. It's just, you start to interrupt your models and just own that it's your thoughts that are creating your feelings. Or realize, I need a different feeling right now, and I'm gonna gonna look at all this later, but I'm gonna go right to the intentional model because I wanna do really well in this job interview or whatever it is. So sometimes we're just taking a look at it and sometimes we're changing it. In stage two, change starts to begin in your life. You start to get different results than you would have gotten. And you start to see that you created that new result with a new thought, feeling, and action. Another thing that characterizes stage two is that you are owning your model. You are owning the parts of your model. You're owning that you're creating it all. You're labeling it this way. You're saying, I'm not even sure what I'm thinking, but I know that it's what I'm thinking that's creating this feeling. Or you're saying, the reason I'm feeling you know blank, whatever you're feeling, is because of the way I'm thinking. The reason I got this result is because I was thinking and feeling this way. You just start to really own your models and you start to see it during a model. One thing I didn't mention in stage one, when it feels harder than unawareness, and we're gonna do a whole podcast episode on this, but I don't think I've talked about the river of misery on my podcast. I'm just gonna give you guys a quick little synopsis of this. Jody Moore teaches this on her podcast podcast. And it's basically this analogy that unawareness is on one side of the river and full awareness is on the other side of the river. And we really know, big picture, that full awareness is where we want to be, but we have to swim across the river to get there. And the river is the river of misery. So jumping in the water. And swimming across the river is definitely harder and more work than just staying in unawareness. But the person we become as we swim to the other side and are able to get out on the beach on the other side and be in full awareness and control, we're a different person. We're stronger, we're more confident, we know we can do hard things, we we conquered the river. But the river of misery is just that moment where swimming is harder than unawareness, even though we have to swim to get to the goal. So stage one is jumping into the river, and stage two is being in the river and sometimes getting to to the other side even if then we fall back in the river or whatever it's you know it's depending on each model it's um it's just part of that journey whether you're on the other side or back in the river but it can feel really good to visit that other side of the river and start to get those glimpses of what it can feel like on the other side and why being in the river is worth it. So stage two is a really exciting place to be. Okay then we have stage three of awareness that our brain works in models and this is where we catch our models at the sea line. And what that can mean is we even will anticipate it. So, going back to that job interview example, we can say, Tomorrow I have a job interview, and I know I'm gonna feel nervous and panicked. if I think this and this is what I'll think if I don't make a plan but I don't want to feel that I want to feel confident so this you know this can be a plan you make the day before this can be a plan you make an hour before even it's just before you're in the thick of the model you say when I'm in my interview tomorrow I want to feel confident and the way I feel confident is when I spend time thinking blank and you create that for yourself you create that plan ahead of time you're in stage three and you're anticipating your models You're making the plan ahead of time so that it's very easy to stay in an intentional model ahead of time or when you're in that moment. In stage three, we begin to think on purpose and to live intentionally. And the beautiful thing is the more you practice all of this, the more you'll spend time in stage three, you'll stay there because that's important to know is that we go between all the stages all the time. We don't, we don't graduate from a stage and never go back in some areas of your life. It'll be really easy just to go stage one, stage two, stage three and stay in stage three because those areas for some reason just come more easily to you to believe and think that way where other areas you have to work at it for a long time and you might even get to stage two and then go back to stage one. You might get to stage three and go back to stage. Two and then back up to stage three. We just, it's a very fluid concept. And even the most highly trained life coaches and mind managers will still catch themselves. Being back at stage one, back at stage two in certain areas. And that's why life coaches always are getting life coached (laughs) because, again, we always have a lower brain. We will never graduate from that, just like you'll never fully graduate from these stages of awareness. You just understand them, appreciate yourself for where you're at, know where you're wanting to go, and be doing that work to get there, and have so much love and compassion for yourself as you move around up and down through these stages. And the reason that I mentioned at the beginning that I'm teaching you guys this to help you in your self coaching is like I said, awareness creates authority. And so if you want to have authority over your thoughts, authority over your feelings, authority over your actions, and authority over your results, and authority over your self-coaching, and authority over living intentionally and thinking on purpose, and authority over the way you think about yourself and your abilities and your potential, if you want to have authority over all of that, it all starts with awareness and these three stages of awareness are so crucial for you to understand and make the most impact on the work that you do this is a concept that i learned in life coach school last year and i loved it so much and it's really helped me in my self-coaching and as i work with my clients i'm able to easily see in this area of their life they're in this stage of awareness while in this area of their life they're in this stage of awareness so i want to give you guys one more example model just to illustrate all three stages and then we'll wrap up the episode. So this is just a a simple model I made up. So you might have, you know, a five or a six-year-old child who is telling lots of lies, okay? So you can put in the C line, five-year-old tells a lie. If you wanted to get really clear and factual, you could say five-year-old said blank when it was actually blank. And then, you know, because although lie is an okay word to put in the sea line it can be really beneficial to just really 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 nail down those facts so that you're not having any drama in the sea line <laughs> no drama okay and then your thought is something like i hate when he lies and then you feel angry and then your action is to overreact and to do a dramatic discipline and your result is that you miss a teaching moment and you don't show up as the mom you want to be. So again, this is just a made up scenario. But I wonder if we can all identify with with this in some way, shape or form, which is why I picked this one. So that would be really just doing that would be unawareness. Seeing it in a model after the fact would be stage one, where we the next day or that night or something, we realize, oh, I missed that teaching moment. I could have taught him about not lying. But I was so angry. I I didn't show up as the mom I want to be we start to really look at those results and we realize what model played out for us and we didn't see it at all while it was happening and that's okay we're in stage one and we're tempted to think everything's my fault and that's bad news (laughs) and we're learning that everything is my fault and that's good news and if you were in stage two with this same model then your five-year-old would tell a lie, you would think, I hate it when he lies, and you would start to get angry, and then you'd have that three-second moment. Another reason I picked this model is because often when we have a child who is struggling with lying, the the opportunity to practice this one will come up day after day, (laughs) which is such a beautiful thing that children give us, is so many opportunities to practice. So it's the next day, he's telling another lie, you're thinking, I hate when he lies, and you're feeling angry. Then you take that three seconds to say, the mom I want to be teaches my kids right from wrong when they lie the mom I want to be doesn't tolerate lying but it doesn't make her angry right and so you think if I don't want to feel angry what do I want to feel and you start to interrupt the model understand that the model is playing out right before you and change to whatever feeling will create regular discipline and a teaching moment in your action line and then the result of showing up as the mom you want to be right and stage three is knowing tomorrow he will lie again And when he lies, what do I wanna think and feel? And you make that plan way ahead of time, not in the heat of the moment, and you're ready. And the next day, he lies again. And you say, I knew this was gonna happen. Here I am, ready to do it. I wanna feel this. I wanna teach him, I wanna discipline him and show him we don't tolerate lying. I don't wanna feel angry. I wanna show up as the mom I wanna be. I wanna play this model out, this intentional model that I created yesterday or this morning, knowing he would lie again today. And then you're ready when he lies. We don't think, oh, I hope he never lies again. Or once I teach him, now he'll never lie again. We teach him and then the next day he lies again and we do the same model over and over. Because the mom we wanna be teaches right from wrong every time that opportunity comes up or whatever. This, you know, again, this is just me creating this example, but I think it's so beautiful to see how these three stages of awareness play out in the models. So I wanted to show you guys that example. Remember that it's okay to be at different stages in different areas of your life and one of the most important things is to celebrate your progress all along the way. Remind yourself that two months ago or one month ago when my son would lie, I would get angry. And now today, I don't get angry most of the time. Maybe sometimes I still do, but mostly I don't. Mostly I use it as a teaching moment. Mostly I show up as the mom I wanna be and that is worth a celebration. When we celebrate our progress, our brain feels safer to try for progress, because it's going to sometimes try and be successful and sometimes try and fail. And when we celebrate our progress along the way, our brain says, oh, they noticed. My, My brain feels safer to try for things that are sometimes successful and sometimes unsuccessful when I celebrate my progress. Okay, so your mission for this episode is to start to take a look at where you are awareness-wise in different areas of your life. Just look at it with curiosity, look at it with fascination, look at it with a goal of creating awareness about your awareness, which is a little funny, and just accept yourself for everywhere you are right now and just start to understand these stages a little bit better and just set set your course in some of these areas of, I want to start catching myself during my models in this area of my life. Oh, I can see how in this area of my life, I'm already catching myself ahead of time. That's amazing. I'm in stage three here. I'm in stage two here. I think I was still in unawareness over here. I'm in stage one here. Just accept yourself for where you are and start to make those really doable goals to head to the next stage when you're ready. Okay, that's what I have for you guys today for this episode. My hot mess moment is from when my third daughter, Kate, was a little baby and... One night for dinner we were having mashed potatoes and I like my food to be really hot when I eat it. I think it tastes best when it's hot but kids don't like that obviously. So we were at a friend's house I think. So I was feeding Kate off of my plate and I heated up my food really hot and then I scooped some food that had been sitting out was a little cooler, the mashed potatoes, a scoop of mashed potatoes on my plate for her that was much cooler, but I had gotten my plate really hot. And so I'm feeding her the cooler potatoes and feeding myself the hot potatoes. And without realizing it, I fed her a bite of the really really hot mashed potatoes and she started screaming and I felt so bad I mean it even took me a second to figure out what happened I thought maybe she bit her tongue and then I realized like her mouth was wide open and I realized that I had accidentally fed her a bite of the hot potatoes and I felt so bad now They weren't hot enough. She truly didn't even get burned It was just really uncomfortable for her and it really surprised her and she's a baby and babies don't like hot food and so Um, but what was so challenging was because it was mashed potatoes and she had, you know, bitten down on it It was just like coating her mouth and I was trying to like get it out And I couldn't get it out because it was just little bits everywhere And it wasn't, you know, like a bite of chicken that I could just pull out of her mouth It was mashed potatoes hot mashed potatoes coating her whole mouth and just those big tears coming down and screaming I just held her and anyway, we recovered. She still loves me I'm a human, turns out, make mistakes all the time. But that was a sweet, hard, tender moment. And I, I felt a little bit like a hot mess mom that night. But fortunately, our kids forgive us for everything. <laughs> Thank goodness. And don't remember most of it. So we just keep on keeping on doing our best, knowing we, we make mistakes. And we allow for our humanness. And that is a gift we give ourselves. Thank you so much for making time in your day to listen to this episode. If you are enjoying this podcast, please go to my website, simplyresilient.net, to download my free guide to thriving during deployment. I also love when you share this podcast with your friends and rate and review it. Remember that when we choose to intentionally manage our minds, we go from feeling mentally miserable to feeling like a mental warrior. You've got this. I'll talk to you soon. Have a 50-50 day.